0: Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for TabletopJournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of May 6, 2019, and runs for approximately 17 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's Seat Yourself podcast. Of course, seat yourself as our 15 to 20-minute podcast on all things hospitality tabletop. I'm your host, Dave Turner. Okay, everyone, it's that time of year again. It's early May, and there's only 11 days and a few more hours until the 100th annual NRA show is about to begin. Of course, we'll be there as always covering the events of Hospitality Tabletop and its category, and looking for the coolest new products. Which reminds me, if you have something that you believe we absolutely must see, give us a heads up so we can get it on our schedule. Our schedule, probably like yours, is already getting filled. And so make sure you make us aware of any exciting news that you want us to convey so we don't miss it. And also, here's a heads up. We will not, I repeat, we will not be posting up a Seat Yourself podcast episode the Monday evening during the show. That Monday is May 20th. And again, we will not be posting up a show that night. However, we will be doing a special show review episode after the show is completed. And of course, we'll be posting it on all up on Tabletop Journal on all the social media sites that we have throughout the show. So make sure you follow along with us during the show or if you're unable to make it to Chicago. So with all that out of the way, Let's get going on this week's episode. Our stat of the week this week, that's how we begin here at Seat Yourself. Our stat of the week this week is 700%. According to MarketWatch, the recreational cannabis industry is expected to grow 700% from 2016 to 2026. By the way, that's only now seven years away, with millennials preferring cannabis over booze being the central theme of their story. In addition to the impressive growth numbers, the MarketWatch story also cited the economics of recreational marijuana use being much cheaper than drinking of of, uh, adult alcoholic beverages. So with calories Possible hangovers, and now the economics playing against the beer, wine, and spirits companies, it's likely that the bar and cocktail business may be in for some challenges in the coming years as social acceptance of recreational marijuana use grows. None of this bodes well for those of us who supply glassware and other products to the hospitality industry. And keep in mind that we've reported before that most recreational marijuana use occurs in the home, then only then with the possibility of going out to eat coming afterwards. All this with the easy ordering of food that is delivered right to your home increasing? Suppliers of permanent tabletop products are gonna have to remain aggressive and relevant with their products to help operators truly differentiate that on-premise food and beverage experience. 700%, that's how much recreational marijuana usage is projected to grow in the 10 years ending in 2026. And that is our stat of the week. In our lead news story this week, Chicago based Edward Don and Company announced that it has acquired Santa Rosa, California's Myers Restaurant Supply. In making the announcement, Don's CEO Steve Don said, We look forward to bringing the Myers team on board. Their design, build, and contract expertise complements our existing equipment and supplies business very well, both in California market and nationwide. Myers will operate as a division of the Edward Don and Company and will continue to be led by CEO Charlie Fusari and President Rob Myers. According to Fossari, I've known Edward Don and company for my entire food service career, and I could not be more excited than to have the opportunity that this presents for our company, our employees, and our customers. Fossari continued, There could not be a better fit culturally or synergistically in our go-forward effort to strengthen and grow our position in the marketplace. Steve Don has been a friend for many years, and I now look forward to joining his team and the Edward Don family. Myers President Rob Myers added, our two companies complement each other perfectly. Our customers will still receive the same great level of service that they've come to expect from Myers while adding the capabilities of Don's national footprint. The deal represents Edward Don and Company's third acquisition since its investment from Vestar Capital Partners in March of 2017. And in restaurant sector news this week, Nation's restaurant news writer Ron Ruggles penned an article on the news that Cheesecake Factory just opened a smaller footprint restaurant format at its Oxnard, California store. Nearly one-third smaller than in normal restaurants, Ruglis quoted company officials as saying they're testing to see if they can work with a smaller format, particularly for their international operations, where real estate sites tend to be a bit smaller. That might be true, but we have another thought, and we're just wondering if... With all the movement towards delivery and off-premise dining, the smaller footprint restaurant format will be something we see more and more of in the coming years. With increased delivery, lower industry traffic counts, and growth in off-premise dining, the article quoted Cheesecake Factory's off-premise sales growing 16% in the first quarter in total uh, to become 16% of their total business. Does that mean that going to smaller footprint restaurants, chain restaurants can save on real estate costs as well? Or perhaps they can find more unique high traffic locations because they don't need the same amount of physical space. I guess we'll have to see. But one thing is for sure. If the trend towards smaller space restaurants means less front of the house seating space, then tabletop suppliers, particularly permanent tabletop suppliers, will no doubt begin feeling the pain of reduced quantities, particularly on opening orders of new restaurants. And then what will the reorders of, say, glassware look like? Growth in off-premise? Smaller physical space for restaurants? Hey there, permanent tabletop suppliers, you better be paying attention. And I've said it before, you should make a real effort to read Ron Ruglis in Nation's Restaurant News. I always learn from his articles. And that's your pro tip of the week. And in our final news story of the week, Belgian glassware maker Durabor is now in bankruptcy as of late last week. There's not much news available other than that among the many struggles the company was having were the rising costs of compliance with Belgian and European emission standards and the rising wage demands from the local unions. All these and many more contributing to the company's downfall. Then the final straw was the company's inability to obtain another round of financing. Therefore, the company closed last Wednesday. Evidently, there's quite a bit of finished goods inventory now, and there is some hope that a buyer will be found. But these situations are never very good. This is not Durabore's first bankruptcy, having gone through this process at least once. We love the Durabore lineup of products, and we wish CEO Herman Green and the team at Durabore all the best. In our first product showcase segment this week, Elite Global Solution keeps the hits coming with their new sequoia collection of melamine serveware. Looking exactly like the real wood from California's giant sequoia trees, Elite new Sequoia collection allows operators to bring an element of nature directly onto their tabletop display. The new Sequoia product line offers an authentic presentation with unique, irregular, organic-looking shapes. The pieces have a stunning mixture of dark and light wood-grain overtones with rugged edges and an irregular grain pattern in each of the pieces. All this allows operators a beautiful, food-safe alternative to real wooden serveware. The Sequoia product line features five new pieces, including a rectangular platter, in addition to oval and square bowls of various sizes. The new Sequoia pieces run from a 10-inch deep round bowl on up to nearly 17-inch oval bowls and rectangular platters, too. The Sequoia line boasts raw, undefined, and natural elements that are inspired by hand-carved tree trunks. You can see new Sequoia from Elite Global Solutions at the upcoming National Restaurant Association show in Chicago. Just stop by and visit them at booth 7645. Or you can find out more about Sequoia and the other great serving and tabletop products from Elite by going to their website, egsfoodservice.com. You'll find them, and you'll be glad you did. In our next product showcase segment this week, We're going down south to Leeds, Alabama, to Earthborn Pottery Studios. This is a truly fascinating dinnerware company that I'm guessing may not be on the top of everyone's mind. But know this, owner Tina Payne and her team have been creating eye-popping dinnerware for both home, and yes, restaurants and hotels, for nearly 40 years. Yes, the list of hospitality customers that Earthborn works with is very impressive. Earthborn dinnerware and serveware dressed in one of their 24 different hand-mixed glazes can be found at Sensei in the Bellagio Hotel in Vegas, the Sushi Samba restaurants throughout New York, Miami, and London, and dozens of other establishments all across this country. With organic shapes and colorful glazes, the earthborne collection of handmade dinnerware and serveware is perfect for today's on-trend approach of helping restaurant guests reconnect to the earth through their food they eat, the beverages they drink, and of course the pieces that they're all served on. Tina's philosophy of taking the elements from the earth, rearranging them, and then firing them into her kilns aligns perfectly with her chef customers who want that same close-to-the-earth approach with their menus. The texture and the colors of the glazes and the variations of shape in earthborne products all help to reinforce and reconnect the guests in ways that I doubt heavily overly manufactured products ever really could. So if you get the chance at the upcoming NRA show, head on over to earthborne pottery's booth. It's booth number 11108 in the beginning of the lakeside hall. And if you want to peek around before the show, head to their website at earthbornpottery.net. Either way, Be sure to check them out, you'll be glad you did. In our final product showcase segment this week, we wanna talk again about one of our favorite companies, and that is Arizona-based Chef Forward. This company continues to bring new and exciting food presentation possibilities of all types and materials for today's most creative chefs. And it looks like Chef Forward has done it again with their new wonder collection. This is a collection of melamine that looks just simply fabulous. And one thing is for sure, Chef Forward knows that eating is not merely a tasting action. They truly get the fact that first you smell the food, you touch the texture, you hear the crunch, and of course you see the presentation. With collections like their new Wonder Collection, Chef Ford really gives chefs of all menu types and all levels of dining the opportunity to make their very best first impression with that all important restaurant guest. At the upcoming NRA show, the team at Chef Ford is set to showcase their newest melamine tableware collection. The Wonder Collection is a beautiful, timeless terrazzo look that evokes a mixture of multiple stone natural materials without the heaviness, the chipping, or the breakage of actual terrazzo. The new Wonder Collection includes a variety of platters, trays, plates, and along with individual presentation displays, all available in terrazzo moonstone or terrazzo emerald colors to complement a wide variety and wide range of foods. These pieces are all so beautiful, and yet they're still so practical. I can easily see the new wonder collection pieces being mixed in with an operator's existing dinnerware or their existing serving pieces. So operators, here's your chance to bring a new look and a new vibe to your restaurant tabletop without breaking the bank. And remember, new wonder is actually melamine. So you have the great look of stone with all the practicality that you love. The new Wonder Collection from Chef Forward will be ideal for tabletop presentations of sushi, charcuterie, appetizers, desserts, and much, much more. So you can see the Wonder Collection at Chef Forward's booth number 6251 in the North Building at the NRA Show. Or you can learn more about Chef Forward and their products by simply going to their website. That's ChefForward.com Chef Forward. Inspired designs that will delight chefs and customers alike.
0: Now here's Dave of this week's commentary. This week, Dave gives you five tips for building trust in your organization.
1: In this week's commentary, I want to return to the issue of trust. We've talked frequently on the issue of trust and how important it is to making an organization successful. Trust both internal trust and external trust is simply one of the most critical ingredients in an organization if it's going to grow and be successful. Recently, we came across author Jennifer Miller and her belief in the Edelman Trust Barometer and its research that says that 82% of us don't trust our boss. Miller is the co-author of the book, The Character-Based Leader, instigating a leadership revolution one person at a time. So what are some of the tips that you can use to help develop your organization to be an organization built around the concept of trust? Well, according to Arthur Miller, tip number one, assume positive intent until proven otherwise. This is the basis of building a culture of trust. Whenever you hear incriminatory information, ask yourself, why am I assuming the worst of this person or this situation? Seek out other reasonable explanations for for why people acted the way they did. Jumping to conclusions kills trust. Tip number two, banish bureaucracy. Nothing erodes trust faster than having to jump through hoops to get something done at work. When employees are mired in excessive rules, they get the message loud and clear. We don't trust you to do the right thing. Tip number three, look at your company's written word. For example, how long are your contracts? The longer the contract, the less that trust is present. The same goes for emails the compulsion to cover every single angle to protect oneself is at its core a statement of mistrust. Tip number four, tell employees, I trust you to make a good decision. Nine out of 10 times they will. And on that 10th time, when someone messes up, that's the perfect opportunity to affirm your trust in that person. Yeah, you, have, you might have made a mistake, and that represents a poor decision, but I still trust you. Tip number five, Eliminate "we" and "they" when describing other teams. Listen for the language that hints at an "us versus them" mentality. Whenever you hear somebody saying, "Well, they won't do this, so we have to do that," take out the pronouns. Insist that the people use other people's names, not for the purpose of blaming others, but to humanize their interaction. To sum it all up, trust is something that we want in all our organizations but it's missing more often than we might think trust seems to be that special sauce that makes good organizations great it is that rocket fuel that makes organizations accelerate both their speed and their agility organizational trust in demand these days more than ever Well, that's it everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring in part this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, tabletop matters.
0: That concludes this week's edition of Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series. Check us out at SeatYourselfPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Seat underscore Yourself underscore. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out TabletopJournal.com or email Dave at DT at TabletopJournal.com. And don't forget, please subscribe, rate and review.